Hello guys, welcome to today's episode. I'm your host, Tevin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Stanley, and welcome to Thinking Rationally and Irrationally podcast. Yep. So, I was just thinking, um, I, I came across this thing, I was thinking that Kenya is a country that has this coastline, right? And so we have like the Indian Ocean, also known for having the uh, Nairobi National Park. I think uh, they say Nairobi is is a city, the only city, or among us, the only city in the world that has a national park inside of it. So, and when you go to the Masai Mara, you have like something like lions, elephants. And so I was just thinking like someone gives you like a million Kenya shillings today. And you're supposed to like travel, go explore Kenya. So Stan, uh, how how would you like how do you react to that? Okay, uh, someone gave me a million shillings to go explore Kenya. Yes. But I've I've always been an adventurous person. So a uh, million shillings to explore Kenya sounds great. There's so much uh, scenery to be seen in Kenya, so many beautiful places. So I'll be, I'll be happy to use the uh, million shillings to explore Kenya. There are so many things that you can learn about this country. So my reaction will be positive and I'll actually take that advantage to explore the, the great places in the country, you know, with the coast, the deserts, the the Great Lakes. So I believe there's so much to do with a million shillings uh, as a travel package. Yeah, but uh, like, will you like plan plan to do that? I mean, you, will you like go check out where these amazing places I can go check? Or will you just teach the ground run? I mean, just up from destination to destination. Well, the, okay. The thing with adventure is. Uh, the the random the better, but okay. Since it's a million shillings, the first thing I love to do is, of course, try to have a plan of how I'm going to allocate the funds on my travel uh, plan. So it will be important to have a plan and say, like, this amount will be spent in this part of the country. This one will be spent in this part of the country. So having a plan is is important, and I think that's that it is it's a rational thing to do to have a plan on that. And I think another thing that I love to add to the plan is to have maybe um, a camera to go record these things and maybe upload them somewhere. So the experience is more than just traveling; it also becomes more of uh, selling Kenya to the world. So I believe having a plan can will help the adventure. You, you let me tell you my approach. Like me, like that one million Kenya shillings, like I could decide I like, walk into Nairobi National Park today, pay the entry fees, go explore everything, see the lions. I mean, see maybe the giraffe somewhere in some muddle of water somewhere. Then the next checkout I go, don't know, hoping to some, some retreat or something. All day to Nakuru or maybe Naivasha. Go maybe to Lake Naivasha, 
another gateway sleep in some hotel i mean I, I mean, I, I just be frugal with the money. Like, maybe let's say when I check into that hotel, I'm dying in the, be- in the best cuisines like I can ever dine in. I mean, when if that cuisine, let's say, I hear some hotels, like, they can charge you, like, let, let's say, 30 to 50K per plate. Then from there, ah, I mean, take a flight to Mombasa. I don't know which, um, maybe tell me, what's the best destination in Mombasa, like, You've ever like thought of or you can think of? I mean, okay. Adiani has some great uh, places you can visit. Also, there's Watamu. So, okay, you you can't run out of options in at the coast, but I I'll recommend Diani if you if you get you learn that a mil, million shillings. I think Diani is the best destination for you. You see, like I learned into Diani. Like for me, I have no plans in place. You see, like I'm hoping from hotel to hotel. So then it is the Swahili beach. I mean, there's the Leopard beach. There are a lot of hotels there. Then you know, like you can go to the marine, uh, the marine park, explore dolphins and all that. So like you see, for you, maybe um, you have already a plan, an itinerary. You've got this list of options. Say, hey, by the way, when I check into Diani, I'll go to point A, B, and, and, and maybe you, like, outline your post, uh, this. So, like, what do you think, what's the difference between your thinking and your thinking? Because me, I don't have a plan. I'm just like, ah, the money is there, and it's like, it's a lot. I feel like it's never ending, and you know it's in my empathy. So, what's what's the difference between your thinking and my thinking? Because me, me, I'm being frugal. It's like, I, have, I haven't thought about the whole thing. So I'll say my kind of thinking is is what we call uh, rational thinking or thinking sh- rationally, which means I'm using a set of facts to make decisions. And one fact that we have here is the money is limited. Even if it's a lot, it's still limited. So that's the primary fact. So it's a million shillings. Uh, that's that's the, the, We have to establish that fact. So making decisions, making the plan based on that fact is crucial to my plan and i believe i need to use that rational thinking when it comes to such an amount of money to make sure that my plan to to go around kenya works uh, perfectly uh, well so in your case you don't have a plan you're just making decisions based on the money you are saying the money is a lot so that's what we call irrational thinking or thinking irrationally and the problem with that is, since you're acting on emotions, there is a big probability that you're going to to make bad decisions. So you you end you end up uh, spending money on things that maybe if if you sat down and create a plan, you would not have uh, done that. So irrational thinking that can be a problem because you 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 base your thinking on emotions. So in that in a case like this, I will say my thinking. Uh, my plan is a bit better because it's based on rational thinking and yours is irrational. So okay, get, that's my I get, take. I get your plan is a bit better and you're saying that you have like, um, you have limited money. In this case, it's one million, you know, it's a fact. But you just imagine like, if I convert, you know, one million in Kenya shillings to Uganda, that's like 27 million. It's a lot of money. So like for me, like for someone who has never touched a million Kenya shillings before. Like, um, I'm from a remote 
village somewhere in Kenya and my guy I uh, that's a lot of money but I'll be like let's imagine like the, the most I've touched in my life be like 10k I mean it's a lot so to me like I'll see it like oh, and it just hit the bug like I hit a jackpot so like I mean I could be like um you know hey I'm just going to feel with the vibe of it you know Uh, I feel like I'm on top of the world now you see so like no one can stop me no one can tell me uh what to do but now the, the problem is no uh I don't know that I'm actually making a mistake and you know all this can like come to an end so I don't know how are you able to tell that okay i'm thinking rationally or maybe um i'm thinking irrationally okay uh so based on what you have explained about the randomness of the decisions you're making with the money uh the thing to understand and how to tell when someone is thinking rationally or irrationally so you have to look at the at the outcome So that's one one place to start. So if I look at the outcome of your decisions, it's possible to say this was not rational or this was this was irrational. So for example, if if you just keep uh hopping from one place to another, you don't even know how much money you spent in the previous place you you are and you don't know what you're going to spend. You just spend what comes to your mind. Then based on that outcome, it's easy to say this person is acting irrationally. The decisions are a bit irrational. So with rational thinking you can you can actually have a pattern and say this person spent 20,000 at Nairobi National Park they spent maybe 30,000 in Naivasha they are spending maybe 50,000 in Diani like that is that planning that you, you can look at the outcome so the outcome is always the easiest thing to to look at to understand the the form of thinking that someone is following so if it's rational irrational the outcome can really help So the outcome will help you understand the if the person is thinking based on facts or his emotions. And um if it's if it's facts, you'll see a pattern, a clear pattern which is supported by a by a set of data sets. But if it's irrational, then there won't there won't be a, a clear pattern to just be random decisions coming um from that train of thought. So mostly you, you you use the outcome to determine the kind of thing that someone is following. So that's my take on that. Okay, uh, I I like the fact that you mentioned uh uh a pattern and you know like uh pattern recognition is just one of the ways that our minds are to think like you if you are like the Pablo Picasso the modern day world and you want to draw the most brilliant painting. So there's a way you'd start obviously maybe i don't know uh, depending on uh, the uh, a similar work you've done before maybe you could like draw an outline then from there like um get to to join join the dots then before like you start painting and and the other like forms of where usually think as as humans so we have like memory 
memory recall and uh, this can stem back to like an education system whereby you have to like read you know get get some facts and you are approaching an examination so like they want you they're testing your ability to recall whatever you've been taught like uh before and now a reasoning reasoning is is also a part a part of what we usually think as humans so like it could be i'm trying to like okay reason out in some situation take it this way so should i go with a bus uh take an uber to work so there i have to like um okay sit down and think okay and i'll think in terms of maybe the distance right or also i'll think in terms of the fact of what's the traffic looking like today so and be like hey, since today um there's lot of traffic and have to reach there fast and maybe let me let, let me opt for an uber so that um i don't have to sit in the matatu waiting for it to get full and take off ah but then you realize ah, this matatu and the uber which is a psv they just using the, a similar they just using a similar road and you you likely take a longer time and then something comes into your mind oh but if i take a motorbike it will be a bit fast you know the motorbike can get to these places so maybe i'm able to reach to work as fast as i can and remember you are late but you know like usually our mind is usually as uh, usually has this like a uh, confirmation uh bias kind of thing whereby you think like maybe the way the way i think is the only right way and in this case i'd be like ah, for me i mean i don't have i don't have to sit and make a plan to travel because uh, I'll take a lot of time I'm not like maybe that's let's say organized I'm like let me just go with the flow and see and see confirmation bias could be one of the ways that um you're thinking irrationally and you know I don't know what's what take on it what's what take on it dependent on how our minds are like wired to think okay so um when it comes to uh decisions making there is one thing that plays an important role in our decision making processes and one of them is uh conditioning So we have the we have the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is the one that stores uh past events, it's the long-term memory, it stores um so most of most of the time everything that we remember is is based on uh what we what we have in our subconscious mind. 
Now the problem with that is if the conditioning was bad, then most of our life decisions are going to be bad because they depend on the conditioning that we have in our subconscious mind. So that's why we, you see you see people selling courses online or uh, they, they have this podcast about how to reprogram your mind or something like that. So most of the time the, the reprogramming is is focused on the subconscious mind because that's what that's where most of our decisions take place that's where most of our thoughts happen and so by understanding that by understanding that we are conditioned beings we 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 follow a particular program whether it's it's a good program or it's a bad program it's a key to realizing that every decision that we have made along the way it was either influenced by the knowledge that we we have or the environment and all these have conditions us to to behave the way we do so if you're going to make a decision so you have to realize that your subconscious mind plays a major role in that and trying to be as conscious as possible whenever you are making a decision whether it's a small decision or a big decision it will help you uh make changes in your life so it is hard to change if you keep following the the, the same uh, patterns so for instance the the, the thing you explain about uh, the person trying to the confirmation bias maybe they are trying to pick what mode of transport to use to go to town is it an uber is it a psv is, is it a motorbike most of the time if someone has let's say they have they are afraid maybe the bike is a bit unsafe or something like that that conditioning that makes them believe that motorbikes are, are more uh, a bit unsafe even if they are safer in that context is the conditioning that i'm talking about so they will end up making a decision based on based on the the conditioning instead of facts so things like uh, confirmation bias are all based on conditioning and to avoid them we have to we have to lean towards rational thinking so with rational thinking you get to drop all those conditionings and you make decisions based on on facts and logic so by focusing on that on facts and logic people can start saying or oh, maybe you lack emotional intelligence you don't have that but being rational being rational in every situation doesn't mean that you lack emotional intelligence so it's important to to know that you can be a rational thinker and still be emotionally intelligent and it can help you make better decisions in every situation you 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 are dealing with so i think uh i have to say that's my take on that so maybe tevin yeah so that's my take on that uh, that point well um on the repetition of patterns and i'm just trying to picture it how you can apply it now in life and i'm seeing um one mode of rational thinking could be how like how you plan out how you plan out your day also there's some people who like wake up they have this sort of routine and for some could be maybe like meditating others could be reading a book um others could be exercise just something like to get you started for the day you know and an irrational thinking could be like 
maybe chasing something out of the need to have it when you actually don't need it. I mean, because you see your phone, your friend has an expensive phone and I'm like, I'm just going to purchase this phone. And you know, like, in your right sense of mind, uh, it's way beyond your limits. So, you see, that is just like, it's just a momentarily thought, something you haven't thought of. And this week we saw in Kenya, I don't know, is it this week or perhaps this month? So these guys um, are told by their pastor, like, to fast. I mean, they're told to fast. And these guys agree to it. And they go without food for days and, you know, some of them die. And I'm like, okay, was it kind of rational or rational thinking? Because, okay, have these guys thought about um, the do's and don'ts of fasting? Because um, were they doing it for health benefits or are they doing it for spiritual benefits? Or is it the promise that they were given of like going to heaven? Because like when you look at it, like I'm supposed to know like the recommended um, mode of fasting is like uh, you shouldn't suppose like more three more than three days and you should have water intakes in between. But these guys just, I mean, they're just doing as they're told. So. I mean, it was kind of weird and it brought a whole chaos and confusion and social media and people are like, how do just people believe into that? I mean, it's like they, they didn't take their time to think. And there's another one, there's another case of some lady who's an air hostess, sold everything. Uh, he, he owned like, he owned like clothes and everything. I don't know. I don't know would led her maybe to give away all that and she's here empty with nothing you see and that's just two illustrations of the events that happened this week to illustrate like maybe this wasn't well thought out with some people um, thought of and it's bringing all this conversation about cults and everything. And there are also like various school of thoughts, like everything like we do in our life, like is some sort of cult, like uh, supporting maybe like, let's say a team in the Premier League. Yeah, it's some sort of cult. Maybe being a staunch follower of some celebrity, some sort of cult. So, you see, it's just that um, we as humans are taking and processing uh, things differently. But let me ask you, what's that to you? Like, you say Pastor Mackenzie comes and tells you, Stanley, you want to go to heaven, right? You agree to it. And in your core belief, you, you believe in it because you really want to get there. And so... Will you agree to the idea of fasting in that context of going to heaven? Okay, so uh, the case of cultism, 
Okay, cultism is a, it's has been no, no, around no, no, for. No, no, I'm not talking about cultism. I'm talking about uh, the question is specific. Like you, Astan, will you agree to the the idea of fasting with the promise of heaven? Okay, for me, I wouldn't agree to that because it's okay. it's illogical. It's quite illogical to to agree to something like that. So I don't think someone can convince me to fast till I die so that I can see Jesus or God because that's what it that, that's what happened to those people so for me I don't think uh, someone could convince me to to do that yeah so and your, your thought of uh, this whole idea being a cult something okay so since the idea was a bit of a spiritual thing because they were promised they would see Jesus and all that. So because when it comes to religion, they they, 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 use, they usually say the evidence of religion is faith. So somehow once you say the evidence of something is faith, you negate every possible logical explanation to, the, to that because when you say the, the evidence of religion is faith, you mean no other evidence presented that can convince you otherwise. So even if you, you, you come with facts, science-based facts, to convince someone that this is not possible, this is not true, they, they will always counter you with that point of the evidence is just faith. So if you believe it, then it's true. That's how religion uh, works. So I think it's easy to use that to brainwash people into believing to a particular idea. So uh, by telling them they'll see Jesus, they'll see God once they die. Okay, it's a it's a it's a hard sell to convince someone to do that. But again, you have to actually start by brainwashing them. You, it's like you program them into using a form of hypnosis on something to convince them that they fast to death and then they will say Jesus. So, uh, maybe you can, you can. The, me, me, the idea that I found shocking is now they released, I think it was Pastor Ezekiel or something around this week, and now the, um, the members of the congregation, yeah, it's last week, I think, not this week, the members of the congregation, or I don't know, not, not the congregation really, but uh, people who are his staunch followers, they are there, they're praising Seeing these songs of praise, of praise, and um, for someone who like isn't part of that group, you know, you'll find it weird. And like, how many? How are these guys celebrating? And and there are too many deaths involved. You see, like now, for you who is not in that particular group, you'll see whatever they are doing as weird, you know. And like, you know, like when you compare like with someone like who goes to church and. You know, someone who doesn't go to church will be like, oh, how is this guy like, going to do this? And what, what, is this, what is this guy going to do? I mean, it sounds weird. And then, like, let's say if you are um very staunch supporter of, of sports, or you're involved in sports, you really like sports, you know, someone who isn't into sports will be like, I mean, I find it weird. Or like how some people usually say, like, how can someone sit and watch... Uh, a 90-minute game of football. I mean, it's just like, like like people running around and kicking the ball. I mean, it will, for, for some, it will be like, 
it is some state of I don't know how I can describe it but it will be some sort of dilemma and when you when you get to see this picture you see like this is only like a key figure involved and this key figure really resonates like uh, with this person and you know I think for me it's the belief belief that people have and you usually find these arguments even between like people like maybe is the earth flat or round and like when you try also to table some 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 things uh, people will be like okay uh, maybe show us some study show us like I, I think these days people are usually like before you table some facts they usually like okay maybe point us to some source of material point us to a source of literature that says a b c d you see and 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 they're like so some people just don't take whatever you give them like straight away they you have to actually convince them but some people like even some people will just like accept a certain ideology without raising um without raising a question i mean don't you find it like being weird or some so, in some way okay ah uh, it's i agree it's weird the way people um follow a particular belief but i still have to ag- disagree with you uh with the comparison between sports and those religious uh, dogmas why do so with sports um people basically just follow those sports because of the dopamine that you get because of the act- the physical activity the intense activity of the the sport so it's a bit it's a bit biological it can be explained biologically because you you see you watch the the game the the activities that happen the intense activities that happen they 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 release a certain uh, amount of dopamine which is the which 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 humans actually seek humans seek uh, dopamine but then when you come to religion you can't you can't uh, say they are seeking dopamine when it comes to religion uh it's a, it's something more than more biological it's a, it's it's past biological so it's it's just spiritual so for people who follow a particular religious belief like those people who chose to fast today you can't you can't compare it to sports because this one is a bit it's just spiritual there's no biology involved in that for someone to decide to to die that that's not that's not the same as sports because with sports since it's just dopamine if they that's that's why when you are watching a boring game you just turn it off or just uh, get into your phone and start scrolling through if there is no dopamine that you're getting when even if you love football and you are watching a football game that's boring you'll just get bored and stop watching and do other stuff so that shows because there is no dopamine you're getting from the game you just stop but with these beliefs it's more than that it's it's like it's just a spiritual thing people have they just believe they have that strong faith and so they end up uh, believing in such cults so i guess that's a bit of a difference between the two the passions between those two groups yeah so like you're saying you don't like you don't plan to watch football you just take your remote 
look up for some sports channel and start watching it. I think isn't that irrational? Actually, okay. There is the, the, when it comes to sports, you have to say irrational because you know for some guys it combines both. It combines both rational and irrational thinking. But because of the programming, because you have been programming, programmed a lot, you have watched a lot of football since you were a kid, you have been programmed a lot to know that it gives you that dopamine every time you watch a game. So for you to just uh, take the remote and watch a game, it, it has reached a level whereby it's more of a reflex action. You don't like have to think about it a lot. You don't like sit down and say, should I watch the game? Do I have to watch it? You, you won't do that. You just take the remote and start watching it. So it has reached a level where it's like, it's like a conditioning. That's why people will say, I'm, I'm going to stop watching. Let's say their team lost. They are pissed and they say, I'm not going to watch uh, football anymore. And then the next day, the game, their team is playing and they're still watching. They can't even explain why they're watching it because they actually, they are mad at their team because it's not performing. For, for instance, in my case, I can say, I can give the example of Chelsea. Chelsea has been terrible this uh, season, right? I agree. So a lot of times I say, I'm not going to watch a Chelsea game. I don't care anymore about Chelsea, but, but still find myself watching that. Right? I, mean, I mean, it's rational. So, so I can say, it's, okay, it's a bit irrational. Yeah, it's a bit irrational, but then it's driven by the fact that I've been conditioned to watch to watch Chelsea games. Like I love the team, so the conditioning that that's the one that drives me to keep doing it. So irrational thinking and the conditioning they go hand in hand. Like you are conditioned so much that you no longer think. It's it's just like an addiction. So with addictions, you don't like think about. Uh, if it's alcohol or whatever it's porn, whatever addiction that someone is addicted to, if they could actually be rational about it, they would not. Uh, if if you are addic addicted to alcohol, you know it's bad for you. If you are rational, you not go drinking alcohol. But the the the, the impulse that pushes you to just drink it, it's so strong that you don't you can't even think rationally when it comes to the to the drug. So. So I, I I could say I could agree that it's a bit irrational when it comes to sports. But for sometimes, don't you think like you plan to watch a sport? Like let's say, um, you you've been working throughout the day, right? And you say, yeah. I'll I have some few hours to spare, maybe later in the evening. But and then you make a plan to watch it. It's not like sort of an impulse, but take it like the set of uh, an addiction, like the way, uh, alcohol. It will be pornography whatever like you feel to do in the moment you know that's momentary it's impulse so i, I don't think you, you're in a situation whereby um you plan you plan maybe to take alcohol ah, today i just feel like ah, maybe i just need a shoot you go you go to take a shoot of alcohol but there's some instances you actually plan it out and you're like, okay, you've arranged with a group of friends, maybe. You're going for to an event somewhere, right? Or maybe you've planned yeah. to go out to some gateway outside of town. And along the way, you've planned, okay, this is our budget. Uh, this money is for alcohol. Maybe I will buy some couple of beers or two. You see, so like, you see there's that. It's... It's in between. It's in between the fence, you know. But okay. uh, sometimes, like, uh, let's say, like, 
I don't know. I don't think like, for pornography. I don't think like you can plan like towards. <laughs> you can plan towards porn. It just comes into your mind. Ah oh, man, it, yeah. it's just like um, you you get that kind of, you know, it's, it's something. It, it has some sort of pattern involved. And you see, the way you talked about dopamine. It's just that dopamine rush comes and triggers in. You see, and like yeah. uh, let's say you see like sometimes is it last year or a year back when the safari rally was held. Uh, people, people, people planned to go to Naivasha, right? Yeah. And and they planned like uh, we'll go with certain kind of cars and we'll buy some sort of drinks. See, there, I I, I mean I, I I don't want to say although it's not a very good decision per se, but you see it's been thoughtfully planned out. So, I think you have just to strike this balance between uh, rational and irrational thinking. So there are some days you'll be like, uh, you'll plan things out, and some days you let the emotions get in your way. But most importantly is for, for guys to be making informed and thoughtful decisions. Yep, so how can you take us away as we wrap it up? So, okay, as we wrap it up, uh, on that point you have said about rational and irrational thinking. So, depending on the activity, like, it's hard to say an activity uh, is, a decision is exclusively based on a, or rational thinking. So, for instance, the one you said about the safari rally, and you said you, you, you thought it was not like the, the best decision that was made. So... If those people who are making those decisions actually used the facts available, do you think they would have done the same thing? Like which facts? Like which facts about the safari rally can someone make? Okay, you said they 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 probably planned and went in specific cars to the no, but, but to the rally. The facts could be maybe um, there's a set date for this particular event to happen. Yeah, so I'm saying the decision to, even the, the other one you said, maybe I can use that one, the one you said you plan and you have a budget for alcohol and then you say you're going to call friends and all that stuff. Yeah. And then you, you can say maybe the, the, the drinking at that particular point was a rational thinking. At the same time, we have to consider that there are so many facts maybe that, that we, we ignored when making that decision, Right. That could be that's another that, issue. Um, maybe facts could be could it be like something to deal with um, health factors? I don't know if it comes to play. Yeah. So so by ignoring that those facts, you can say actual irrational thinking also played a part in that decision also. So but but you see like for something like health facts, that, that's something that uh, comes in the long term. You see, you are yeah, but yeah, you yeah. thought of the long term, but in this case, it's just short term. Would yeah, but at the same time, day or, yes. But if I make a decision and I ignore particular factors, maybe because they are long term or not, or short term, I think still you are still ignoring some important facts that can influence the decision. And that's why I say it's hard to 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 say a decision was exclusively uh, rational. So in some cases it can be rational, but sometimes because we are humans and we tend to act on emotions from time to time, we we tend to combine both uh, rational and irrational thinking in our decision-making processes. So you find like that someone has said they're going to drink with friends and stuff like that. 
and maybe they don't consider the fact that maybe it's a, it's a last day and they're going to go to 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 uh to wake up late and things like that so those are factors they can ignore but they can still maybe factor in other things like the budgeting and avoid spending all the money on alcohol so in that case you can see they have they have used both rational and irrational thinking to make that decision right um i think it's been an engaging kind of discussion and to our audience i'd like to tell them to be on the lookout for me episodes like this as we delve into the aspects of both thinking rationally and irrationally in decisions that we make and i hope you remember that it's more important to strike the balance between rational and rational thinking and to approach decision making with an open and critical mind so tune in next time for more insights and discussions and we hope that you'll be more clear and rational in your everyday life so i think it's fun and exciting times ahead um thank you if you want to slice maybe you could try my